right, players, welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, thank you for joining in wherever you're listening, on YouTube, um, whether you're bootlegging me, it doesn't matter. Thank you. Um, the more ears, the better. Because uh, we have, um, I don't say a lot to talk about, but we have stuff to talk about. So welcome, everybody, to the Sports Plus Live podcast. Sports Plus Live podcast, episode number 32. My name is Edgar Mister, a.k.a. Rodriguez. And um, today is, I mean, now check this out. You guys know, I, I look up who has worn the episode, who is who is jersey number or has worn that number of that correlating with the episode we're running today. This one is stacked. So I'm going to go down these lists. This is kind of a list that I pulled up on, I don't know, it's called Rinker. This is going to be the Jim Brown, Julius Irving, Dr. J., Sandy Koufax, Shaquille O'Neal, when he was with the, uh, looks like Phoenix Suns. We're going to count that. Um, the mailman, Carl Malone. Uh, Marcus Allen, USC Raiders. Uh, Magic Johnson. Duh. Why is he only seven on here, by the way? Um, Franco Harris. Dave Winfield. Bill Walton. OJ, not him, not him, not him. Um, there's somebody else I wanted to bring up, and from Denver, Colorado, Roy Halladay. So, um, I don't know if he, I don't think you like you always wore that. I think you only wear it once, maybe it says, looks like right here with Toronto. So, but yeah, this is a Hall of Fame <clears throat> edition almost, just a straight legend edition of Sports Plus Live podcast. Um, and we start off with the legend that's gonna be a legend. We're gonna start off with the Probably the best fight we ever talked about, I've ever seen in my life. And that is Joanna Jinjaychik against Willie Zhang. Wei Li Zhang. Unbelievable. What a way, because I'm pretty sure, to, to start off Women's Month. In March is Women's Month, right? We celebrate women. Hold on real quick. Hey, Google. When do we celebrate Women's Month? Women's History Month in United States began on Sunday, March 1st, 2020, and ends on Tuesday, March 31st. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a beautiful month for women's history. And this course is women's first, so we got to bring it up. If you guys did not watch the fight, UFC 248, the co-main event, uh, Joanna Yunjacek against Willie, Wei Li Zhang, put on a classic. Absolute classic. And um, it was very fitting that it was on Women's um, Awareness Month, I think is what it's called. Is that what they called? Um, it was unbelievable. I didn't even think, like, it was, I, went, I was just, like, in shock of what I just watched. I couldn't pick a winner. I watched that whole fight, and I, I couldn't choose a winner. They were going there. I thought they were even 2-2 two to two going in the fifth round, and then they just... The fifth round started just like the first round. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. I just, I don't know how many adjectives or verbs or nouns. What I, I can't describe what I watched. I was almost speechless. I just sat there clapping by myself. Just clapping. Wanting to cry because it was just beautiful. Two women just went at it better than the main event. It was way better than the main event. This should have been the main event. I've talked about it before. Uh, when Amanda Nunez fought in December, Amanda Nunez, J- Jermaine Duranamay, that should have been a main event. And um, 
I it was just beautiful. I just I don't know how else to explain it. Just beautiful. Just hats off to both those ladies. I'm gonna give it right now. They both get life rewards um, for the best fight I've ever one of the best fights I've ever seen. Top three, top five for sure. Maybe even top three. Um, it was just it was just crazy, and I, it was it was very neat, and it was it was like the from the from the beginning of the first round all the way to the end of the fifth round, it didn't slow down. Uh, Wei, Wei Li Zhang was throwing bombs every time she got the chance. Anytime her hand left, you know, from her blocky position, it was bombs. Left hook, right hook, uppercut, overhand. Um, I don't even remember somebody, I don't even think anyone got knocked down, uh, which is pretty crazy considering the fact that... Um, um, holy crap. I started a timer and, um, I started a timer of like, just so I didn't go over an hour and I was looking at my timer and I was like, nah, it was ridiculous. This guy kept going from the last time I started and last, was it today's Monday? So Thursday or Friday, whatever. Anyways, um, just, yeah, from the first to the fifth round, I don't think anyone got knocked down. Although Joanna Jinjoycek left with like this huge like other head growing out of her forehead and she kept fighting. It happened in the, in the second round. I, I think it was a punch, maybe a headbutt that started it. I don't know if they call them contusions or hematomas. I don't know if hematomas have to like have blood. I think it may have been contusion. I don't know what it was, um, but it was just crazy. I mean, just you look, she looked like Megamind when she left the fight and she was, and, and she, other than that, she didn't look too bad other than probably a couple cuts. Um, they were hitting each other pretty hard kicks, leg kicks, hitting the shins, you know, checking kicks. So a shin to shin contact, um, shin to face, shin to body. Um, it was every, it was just beautiful. Uh, not a whole lot of grappling. Um, it was amazing. It was, I, you just have to watch it. I don't know how else to explain it. You just have to watch it. And, um, it just was. I just I can't say enough how much how fitting it was for it to um, have been on. I think well the Women's Day, Women's Awareness Day, was on the eighth. The fight happened on the seventh. But how fitting it happened in this month in general, um, that they can show that they can be better than men. They deserve that top spot. Um. They, this, and especially in MMA, MMA has been kind of even across the board for women in general. If you can fight, you're, I mean, they don't look at men or women as far as how you get paid, especially in the UFC. If you could fight, you could fight. And you could thank a lot, even give thanks to people like Gina Carano, beautiful. You guys have seen her, Mandalorian. Uh, Fast and Furious, I think Fast 7, I think, I can't, I can't remember which one that was. Um, she's doing a whole lot of acting now. Same thing with someone like Cyborg, um, who is still fighting, still, you know, has, was a pioneer. Those two never fought. Gina Carano and Cyborg were supposed to fight, never happened. Um, and you also think someone like Ronda Rousey. Look what Ronda Rousey's doing. Look what she's done. Um the whole acting, same thing. She, she was in Fast and Furious as well. Um, 
Was she in? She was in Entourage as well. Remember that movie? I like that movie. I like that show too. Um, you got to look at these women as pioneers. There's a whole lot of other women out there. Um, you could think as you know, as far as pioneers, I'm off the top of the Sarah Kaufman, um, another fighter, I believe, um, who's been there from the get. Tisha, you know, Tisha Tate. Wait, Misha Tate. Misha Tate. Misha Tate. And now Misha's something else, and she's pregnant with another kid. God, um, that's what happens when you know jujitsu. Anyways, just kidding. Jokes. But now this is like the sport <clears throat> where it's almost equal. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys, Conor McGregor, John Jones, but they had the time in. Um, they definitely bring in the fandom. But there's still a lot of women who are top of the heap. Cyborg's still getting paid um, in Bellator. Um, you also have people like Amanda Nunez now. Amanda Nunez, Valentina Shevchenko. Um, you can even go as far as saying, um, what's her name? Paige Van, Paige Van Zandt. Um, beautiful, beautiful lady, a beautiful girl can fight too. puts on great fights as well. Um, so you, this, what I'm getting at is just that this is one of those stages where it doesn't matter if you're a boy or girl, if you're, if you could perform, you could perform, you can perform. There's no bias here. Um, and the women set it off on Saturday and I was so pleased. I was, I was just amazing. If my niece ever wanted to get in a fight, like I'd be like, watch this fight. And you tell me if you still want to fight, like you watch this, watch how she leaves. Listen, look at her forehead. Look at Wei Zhang's face. Just beat up mumpy, bumpy, mumpy and bumpy. Um, but it's just beautiful. It was just amazing. I'm so glad it happened. Um, this is one I'll never forget and, um, hopefully no one ever will this one cause they, and it's going to make sense in the future on Saturday, I think right before the fight, even the white, what if like a fight or two before they announced a hall of fame inductee and they do hall of fame fights. They have a fight wing. The one that went in and rightfully so, um, that was announced 2020 was John Jones against, um, Alexander Gustafson. I've talked about this fight before in my podcast. I've talked about it. Personally, this one might trump that fight. You're definitely going to see it in the Hall of Fame at some point down the road. I would put it in the Hall of Fame this year. Why wait? I mean, it's Hall of Fame worthy. It definitely is. Like, there's no, there's no, I don't, I, don't, I can't, you know, until you actually watch a fight, you won't know what's going to be a classic. This one is an instant classic, instant top one, fight of the year this year. Um, fight of, you know, best women fight ever. Um, just unbelievable. And it was so, it was so cool to watch. I, I, just, I can't get over it. I still can't get over it. Um, just how tough these, these, uh, ladies were, these individuals were, um, it just, it was just fit. Like I said, I mean, I can't, it, it was fitting because, you know, just, I, I talk about women here on the, on the sports with life podcast quite a bit. Um, I think they all deserve our love. They all deserve to be taken care of, even the the nasty ones. Um, very fragile species, but one of the strongest species out there. And um, this just goes to show. I mean, I mean, there's like a symbolic. There's some symbolism behind this fight. Is that women just fight in general to get on a level as some men, and. Um, these girls literally fought 
and surpassed a lot of men in their in this niche in this sport. Um, they will never be forgotten. There's women. There's so many women out there who do that. Just fight, 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 and become legends. Um, we can learn. Us as men can learn a lot from women, um, but we don't. And this is one of those one of those times where you should learn that you go out there and you bite down on your mouthpiece, put your head down and just start swinging for each other. Um, start going or swinging for the fences, go for the knockout. Um, and um, I don't think Adesanya and Romero are watching that fight because they should have watched that fight. And, um, the main event wasn't as good as the co-main event by a long shot, by a long shot. And you know, it takes two to tango, but oh, I mean, it only takes one to get the job done. Sometimes um, you put the blame on either fighter. I don't think either fighter wanted to win the fight enough, to be honest with you. Um, but you looked at that women's fight and you knew who won. Both of them wanted to win that fight. Wei Li Zhang had a lot to prove in that fight because she's a champion, a little bit of an unknown. And um, Joanna Jinjoycek, former champion, um, already has a name for herself and um, still has a lot to prove as well because she's, you know, she lost a couple, I think three out of the last four fights we were talking about. Uh, Rose and then Valentina. Yeah, so three out of the last four fights. She had a lot to prove as well. Um, their backs were, and I wouldn't say Wei Li Zhang's back was against the wall. Joanna Jinjaychek's back definitely was on the wall. But Wei Li Zhang had a lot to prove. I mean, literally, like kind of an unknown, gets a title shot in China against Jessica Andrade, newly crowned champ, and smokes her. And then they gave her an animal like Joanna Jinjaychek. And she and she just proved, Wei Li Zhang did, Wei Li Zhang proved that it doesn't matter if you have a veteran in front of me. I'm coming out there to fight. I'm going out there to win. I'm going to try to knock your block off. I'm getting this dub. I'm getting this money. I'm leaving with the championship belt wrapped in my, around my waist. That's what she did. When the judges gave it to her, how I, I would have given it a draw. Let's run that back. And I think we still might have to run that back. Um, let's do it. Let's do it July, I think it was 11th. Um, that is the UFC Fight Week 250, I think, 250-something. I can't remember which one that is, two or three. Um, let's run it back. Why not? Let's run it back like the old Marquez Pacquiao fights. You know, it was so good, didn't matter who won or lost. Let's, let's watch it again. Let's do those type of fights. Why not? You're in it. This is the entertainment business. They put on an entertaining show, entertaining fight. Let's run it back. Let's get him paid. Let's give him that money. Let's get him some of that revenue. That sells. That's gonna sell. Um, let's make it the main event. Who else are you gonna put there? McGregor. I mean, yeah, McGregor is a big draw, but it's like, who is he gonna fight? Justin Gaethje, I, I mean, I would for sure watch that fight. But you, these ladies already proved that they could put on a show. Run it, run it again. Put them as the main event, even if it's not fight week. Let's do it the one before. With I can't remember which one it would be. Maybe June. 
what is it? Today's March. Yeah, they've served the little suspensions. I'm sure it'll be 60 days, 30 days. Get back in a train. Let's run it back. They could do it. 30 days from March. It'll be May. 60 days, sorry. 60 days, two months. May, June. Yeah, let's do it. Not July. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's run it back. I want to watch that fight again. They rendered a lot of other people obsolete. Um, it just you, I, you just have to make that fight. And hats off again to those ladies. Put on an amazing fight. Just a beautiful show. Um, and just so classy all around. No one was sitting there. The, the, the result was red. Um, Wei Li Zhang's hand went up. And um, Joanna Jinjoycek applauded. As we all did. I don't think they deserve to be a winner. Um, because everyone won. No one lost in that situation. Except for the main event. Other than that, the fans... Um, the fans were uh, rewarded. UFC was rewarded. The women were rewarded. I'm sure they got bonuses. Um... I'm sure they got paid and they'll be rewarded in the future for something like that. Um, And you got to, you know, hats off to these ladies because they put it, just put it out there. Just put it, you guys, I mean, a lot of people don't understand how you get in a fight for 25 minutes, a back and forth fight like that. The toll it does your body. Um, It was, it was just unbelievable. So to the fact that the translator at, you know, after the fight just couldn't get the words out. Um, and I think that's a big reason why the fight, I think the fight got over, the fights in general got over by 1130, 1145. I was tired as hell. You know me, Uncle Edgar gets to bed a little bit earlier nowadays. Um, and it was daylight savings times. So whatever. But anyways, thank you ladies. This is a big thank you to ladies in general, women in general. A big thank you to Anja Joychik and um, Wei Li Zhang because they, not only they put on a beautiful fight, but they became an example. Um, a symbolic, ex- it was a symbolic example of one, women can do anything men can do, um, especially in the fight game. Fight game is probably as even as possible. Um, to any other sport, basketball, baseball, softball, um, what else? Football, soccer. Um, I think soccer is probably as even, probably close to even better. Women, especially the women's national team, which we'll get to some other time. Um, they just showed that women can do anything they want. They put their minds to it and just keep fighting. Just put bite down your mouthpiece and just keep banging. Just keep throwing punches. Just keep fighting. Keep fighting for what you want. It's not just for women, but men in general. Just fight, fight, fight. Eventually, either you win or lose, but you're going to learn. And if you fight hard enough, it's still going to be rewarded at the end. Just like Joanna Dujoychek's going to get paid in the future. Probably get a couple endorsements. Everything happens for a reason. You just got to put it on the line. So thank you, women. Thank you, women all around. March is your month. I will give you guys back scratches if you want. I will um, give you guys air hugs because and air back scratches because unless it's consent, it's consensual. All right. I love you, women. 
Love you guys. I my mom's a woman. I love her too. Love you, mom. Love my sister, uh, Joe. Love my uh, niece Zoe. Um, but yeah, we were all treated on Saturday. So thank you, women. No thanks to Yuel Romero and Israel Adesanya. We we have to talk about this because it was the main event. I Israel Adesanya won. Oh, it wasn't as bad as though I'll give you that much. That main event wasn't as bad as. Um, I don't know. I have to rewatch it. Well, I have to rewatch it. it. Wasn't as bad as Anderson Silva versus Damian Maya, I believe is who it was. Was it Thiago? Let me take a look here. UFC 112. Um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't as bad as that fight right there. Um, I don't think. I have to go watch. I mean, it's 2012, I believe. Um, Anderson Silva, Damian Maya. And that was April 10th, 2010. So that was almost 10 years. That was yeah, 10, almost 10 years ago. Um, that was pretty bad. I remember that Abu Dhabi, I believe is when it was where it was. Um, yeah, this fight, I don't know. I mean, it probably took a minute, maybe a minute and a half before someone threw something. And I think that was Romero. Um, Romero th- threw this like freakish, like left hand that almost connected pretty good. Adesanya. Um, Romero came out and just had his hands up and just stood there like this for a minute. And uh, with his hands up, it just stood there and Adesanya was just faking and Romero wasn't reacting. Like he knew he wasn't, nothing was going to happen. Um, I think there was a total of seven strikes landed in that first round. I think it was something like that. Three to four or three. I don't remember what it was. Um, let me pull that up. I'm going to get you an exact number. UFC 248. Stats. Um, while we're pulling this up here. Um, holy crap. Um, um, yeah. It was not good. Just to give you guys an example, what the women did. Strikes. Joanna Jinjoychik, 186. Willie Zhang, 165. And Zhang had one takedown. Um, Israel Adesanya, 48 strikes. I think that's what it is, right? Um, Yoel Romero, 40. So they did a fourth of what the women did. So and everyone, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, it's a chess match," and um, yeah. So was the other, fight. so was the women's fight. They just went at it better. They just went at it faster. Um, yeah, it was. It wasn't very exciting. Very. I think it was more of like, "What's gonna happen?" Like, you sit there and you all remember was throwing these weird things and not doing it. It just we. It was just a weird fight. Um. Nothing about what Israel Adesanya did has me wanting to watch him against John Jones. Because that's the fight he wants to make. Oh, he's the next big thing. We'll let him pick his fight 2021. Him versus John Jones. He still has to get by Yoel Romero and Paulo Costa. And um, nothing about that fight made me believe that he has the tools to take the tools to beat 
John Jones. Nothing. Um, and nothing about that what makes me want to watch him ever again. I mean, he runs his mouth all the whole time talking about, well, I'm this, I'm that, I'm better at this, I'm better, I'm going to knock him out. Like He said this about it, I think it was, you know, I'm going to knock him down like the Twin Towers is what he said. Then he recanted, apologized, whatever. Um, you say shit like that. You come out to people throwing road pedals at, rose petals at your feet. And then you lay a duck like that. Listen, as much shit as Conor McGregor gets, McGregor talks all this shit, does the entrances, but he comes out and he bangs. He fights. The Nate Diaz fight. He didn't have to take the fight. He took the fight and came out there and fought the first one and the second one. The Cowboy Cerrone fight knocked him out so quickly. Even the Habib Nurmagomedov fight still came out there and fought. Didn't give a shit. He knew we all knew what the game plan was going to be. He still came out there and brought it to Habib, throwing knees, throwing strikes. Israel Adesanya didn't do that. Very tentative, wanted a counter strike, and it didn't make for a great fight. It didn't make for very entertainment, um, very much entertainment, and it just laid a complete duck. Um. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Whatever. Hats off to both of you for ruining every, <laughs> for ruining, for ending the night in a shitty night. It was unbelievable. I mean, it just, I'm so glad the fight before it happened. Um, yeah, it was bad. Um, other than that, the fight was amazing. The fight was unbelievable. The fight card was unbelievable. Pretty good. Um, knockout of the night, I'm pretty sure it went to Benil Darush, who knocked out Drucker close in the second round, I believe. Um, just the haymaker left that landed. They were, they were throwing leather. That was a great fight too for a minute and a half or a round and a half. Um, yes, I I didn't see that coming. So I, I I do this thing on online in an app. I think it's called verdict. MMA. I've talked about it before. And, um, I, uh, they chose six fights, the five main fight cards. And then the Sean O'Malley card fight. And I picked five out of the six, right. And the, the, the Benil Darush and Draka are close to the only one I got wrong. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying I'm pretty good at this. I've seen a lot of stuff. Nine toes. You guys know, you guys already know the slogan. I've got nine toes, but I know a lot of shit. All right. But Benil Darush, he almost had the submission. Draka close had a great submission defense. And he had Darius kind of rocked a little bit, couldn't capitalize on it, and just got buckled, backed up. He got hit with something that rocked him, knocked him obviously backed up, and bam, that left landed and just put him, put him on the cage. And the best part about it was the uh, was Joe Rogan, DC, and John Annick's, um reaction. Pretty funny. They were just like, "Oh, uh, me too." I was in my I was in my house just yelling, um, jumping up and down. The neighbors probably think I'm fucking nuts, um, but it's whatever. You guys don't know, it's just fight night. Don't worry about it. Um, Neil Magny against Jingling Li. Pretty decent fight. Um, Neil Wagney won comfortably. Um, that Alex Oliveira, Max Griffin fight was really good. Max Griffin was, I think, no, it wasn't that Max Griffin. But he got cut up pretty pretty good on the top. I want to know, I think it was a headbutt. I can't remember what it was. But he caught open pretty good and still fought. Um, Alex Oliveira won the split decision. Great fight. I mean, these were really, really good fights. 
on a lot of other cards, that fight probably would have won fight of the night, not with the Whaley Zhang and Joanna Jinjoy chick. Um, yeah, just I can't. Um, once again, I can't get over that fight. Unbelievable. I want to watch it again. Um, then you move on to the main um, prelim fight, which is Sean O'Malley against um, Quinones and Jose Quinones and he um, El Gallo. I don't know what his name. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know what his nickname is. Oh, what is it? Teco. Oh, I knew it was something like that. I think he was on the UFC uh, Ultimate Fighter Latino Edition or South America. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Mexico versus South America. I don't, I don't remember. Um, he got buckled. He got hit hard. Sean O'Malley looked pretty decent on his feet. Threw some weird shots. He's lengthy for that weight. I want to say 135 pounds. So he's very lanky for that for that fight. Um for that division um, fought really well great on his feet struck very well obviously got the KO and um, he's a little emotional after the fight because he's been two years almost two years since he was in Octagon because of suspensions um, but he's back the sugar show sugar show I don't know what's next for him um, I don't know he caught I can't remember if he called somebody out I don't remember um, every everything was forgotten <laughs> um, other than the fights since that one fight. I ain't going to mention it again. The girl fight. All right. Um, even the Mark O. Madsen and Austin Hubbard. Austin Hubbard from Denver, Colorado. Um, it was a great. That was a good fight. Um, Hubbard outstruck Mark O. Madsen. But the takedowns were in Mark O. Madsen's favor. The first two rounds. It kind of like went like this. So first round. You get the Mark O. Madsen. Second round was lay way closer. Third round, you definitely gave to Austin Hubbard because I think he knocked him down in that third round. Um, just a tough loss for Austin Hubbard. Marco Madsen survived that third round. Um, could have been a 10-8 round. I don't know. It was that close. Could have been 10-8. What do I know? I'm not a judge. It should be, though. Um, and then there's this one fight, Rodolfo Vieira against, uh, I can't say his name, Saparbek Safarov. And Safarov like rocked the shit out of Rodolfo Vieira. For those of you who don't know Rodolfo Vieira, multi-time world jiu-jitsu champion, Nash Abu Dhabi champion, um, flow grappling, all these type of grappling. He could strangle you with his hands is what all that means. He could strangle you with his feet and um, his eyes if he wanted to. Um, Rodolfo Vieira, it was just, he got rocked pretty good. I think it was like a elbow or a punch. I don't remember what it was, but then out of nowhere, he came with the quickest, the hardest, ferocious, whatever adjectives, nouns, pronouns, verbs you want to describe it with. Um, double leg you ever see, I've ever seen in the MMA fight. Just whap. Double leg is when you grab both. It's a wrestling term. So if you grab their legs, wrap your arms around them, one behind each leg, pick them up, slam them. It happens so fast. And um, the submission happened so fast. She won by arm triangle. I think you've seen it before on the Sports World Live podcast. I'll try to find it again, link it again if I have to. Um, it was just smooth. I can't even explain the transition. Go look up Adol- Rodolfo Vieira, Saparbeg Safarov, S-A-P-A-R-B-E-G, and then S-A-F-A-R-O-V. Um, just look it up. It was just smooth, just the way he transitioned. He, he, Transition, just the technique, 
That's the thing about high level people in any anything you do. The technique is just on point, no matter what you do. Everyone's technique. If you're at a high level, your technique is just on point. And that's what you saw that that night. Um, if I ever saw, and he looks like he's made out of granite. Those are the scary dudes. Like, did you just, like, you like, oh, I'll knock this guy out. And then next thing you know, you're, you're waking up and he has his balls on your face. Like, it's not good. It's not a good look, you know. Um, don't fight anybody, especially if they have cauliflower ear. Um, just don't fight in general because you never know what anyone knows. Like, if you do fight, hit first. <laughs> hit first. Um, the Gerald Mearshart versus Darren Wynn was pretty decent. Darren Wynn was like a foot smaller than Mearshart. And he brought it to him, but um, I think in the second round he ended up losing by yeah, it was a rear naked, rear naked choke. I like that fight a lot. I didn't watch the other the first two fights. Um Alonco Edgar was being um domesticated. I guess you could call that. I was domesticated on Saturday. Did some spring cleaning, um rearranged the room a little bit, you can't tell. And um did laundry that shit takes all day uncle edgar has a lot of clothes and um yeah it's whatever but yeah like i said i'm telling you guys everything ever since i started this podcast i started talking about mma ufc fight cards i'm bringing you the heat i told you this was gonna be a good card top to bottom and it was i want you guys to start listening to me all right Donate me some money. Straight up. That's all I got to say about that. Um, but yeah, just an amazing card. I already spent half hour talking about it. I don't care. I don't care. It was uh, amazing. Oh, shit. I got coronavirus on my mouth. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, sticking with MMA... And women in general, Amanda Nunes and her lady, um, oh, I can't remember her name. I can't remember. Are expecting the first baby. So shout out to Linus. Um, I'm pretty sure they're adopting. I don't know um, how that works out. Um, she'll be fighting May 9th. Like I said, oh, she has an opponent. What's her name? Spencer from uh, the fight I was talking about a couple podcasts ago. Um, she'll be fighting uh, her May 9th. Mary Spence. That's the same card as the Noguera. And Shogun fight. And Jose Aldo against Cejudo. So, that's another fight. There's another card we'll be talking about. And I'm telling you guys right now, two months in advance to pay attention. Alright. Manchester is red. Just moving on to what happened Sunday. Manchester United versus Manchester City. The Manchester Derby. Manchester United on top 2-0. And I'll be honest with you, comfortably. That was a very... A very... um, It looked easy. I'm not going to lie. The thing about Manchester City, they've been in a... They kind of had a shitty year, but they're still in second. Um, They... It's just crazy because one thing I noticed when Pep Guardiola, you know, became coach... They are very disciplined when they lose the ball to get it back. When they lose the ball, I think just like that, all 11 players are behind the ball trying to get it back. Um, they did dominate possession, but they didn't get the finishes. 
David DeHay did well. Our defense finally showed what they're capable of. One we're at full strength. I thought they Manchester United went five three two, I believe. Um, three well, it's technically three in the back, then wing backs. So the wine like Brad. Uh, so it'd be I think Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, and Lindelof were the three center backs, and then on this side was Basaka, and then um, Brad then Williams, going up and down. Chasing the ball, defending, everyone did amazing. Um, ex- I, if I were to give a like a, a someone a shitty rating, it'd be Daniel James. I don't know what he was trying to do all game. Everyone else played unbelievable, even the subs that came in. Um, it was just an all around great effort. I, I speak highly against Manchester about for Manchester United. Um, they were unbelievable, and, and the, not that long ago, you were talking about two months ago, they wanted Ole Gunnar Social fired and they they won they've won or they're undefeated in the last 10 matches so um i mean you got to give him props he's doing what he's he set out to do and and it's only gonna get better because you'll get paul pogba back hopefully you'll get marcus rashford back um i think yeah i mean they still have so let's 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 rewind a little bit so they are fifth in the premier league Right now, um, their goal right now, there's no way they're going to win the championship. That's going to go to Liverpool probably even within a week or two with like six, seven games left in the season. Um, the goal is the top four to get Champions League soccer, to be involved in Champions League next year. They're fifth, three points behind Chelsea. Um, now there's two ways for them to do it. They're still in hunt for t- two ways to get in the Champions League football. The first way would be finish top four. The three points behind Chelsea, you're gonna need some help, obviously, from Chelsea losing, um, and they don't they don't look like they're losing anytime soon. Um, the other way would be winning the Europa, the Europa, uh, I think it was called Europa Europa League. Sorry. I wanted to call it Europa Champions League. That's not true. The Europa League, um, you win that, you're automatically qualified. So, like I said before, you could, I mean, if, if you know, if, if it all, you know, if it all kind of aligns, you could see five teams from the English Premier League and Champions League next year. We'll see. But that's how you enter. That's where you get in the Champions League. They're knocking on the door all over sorts of way. They're only getting better. They're getting stronger. So, yeah, I hope I hope Paul Pogba comes back. He's healthy. He's been training. Um, good thing he didn't come back this week to rush things, to get hurt. Um, but it was amazing. Um, goals were scored by Tony Martial in a cheeky little set play. And then at, at the end of the the game, pretty much uh, open netter to Scott McTonamay from like almost half yard, half line, probably like 45, 50 yards out, something like that. Amazing. Oh, unbelievable, man. That's my real Ferdinand. Unbelievable. I can't do it. I'm going to stop. Um, yeah, it was great. I loved it. I messed with it. All right. I messed with it. I effed with it. Um, definitely happy. My brother owes me uh, from the last derby a jersey. And I took it easy on him. He's like, what do you want to bet? And I go, you give me that dinner. Um, best believe... 
I'm getting the, I'm getting the crab. Who knows? Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. A lot of stuff. So even, so right now, Corona, we're going to talk about coronavirus. I got it on the mic earlier. Now it's off the mic. Um, took it off the mic last time. The coronavirus is kind of like spreading, even though it's not like, I don't, it doesn't seem like an epidemic to me. Because people are dying from flu, people are dying from cancer, people are dying from just weird shit every day. Um, but in Italy, Juventus, 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 Cristiano Ronaldo's team played, was it Napoli? I can't remember who they played in, um, and this, literally, just, just right now as I'm recording, Syria, uh, listen to me, uh, Syria, Syria, uh, which is the league, the, uh, the Italian league. All sports in Italy halted because of coronavirus outbreak. Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte confirmed. So, right on time. I'm not even kidding you guys. 4.02 p.m. Um, at the time of me recording this on Monday. They um, they played behind closed doors. Um, and so, and this isn't new. I mean, they've done this before. But it's been because a team was suspended. The fans were suspended for you know, being racist or just something along those lines. And, um, yeah, I mean, the coronavirus is fucking up my sports. I don't watch Italian league anyways. I tried watching that game, but I was busy. I don't remember what I was doing. Um, but you can, it's just, it just, it just, it just crazy. I was just messing up this part. They, they play behind closed doors. I like it better. They even talk about the Lakers doing it or just the NBA in general getting ready for that. Suspended for like a month or two till we find a cure or some shit or disinfect the world. I don't know what we're going to do in that time. Um, But it'd be very interesting to watch a basketball game, high level basketball game played behind closed doors with no fans. Um, This might expose some people. It might. I, I don't even know if they'll show it on TV. There's a lot of shit talking that goes on. Uh, in an NBA game, and um, I would love to see that. Let's run that Clippers-Lakers game behind closed doors. Let's see what Patrick Beverly has to say. Let's see what LeBron James has to say. He says a lot of shit, a lot of flopping going on from LeBron James. I would love to see that. I want to see that shit. Let's do um, Lakers- yeah, let's hear it. I want to just Lakers and anyone because behind closed doors, because I want to hear LeBron James complaining to these referees. What is he saying? Let's expose this. I wish it would happen. I want it to happen. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, coronavirus, just wash your hands. Nasty. Wash your hands, your feet, and your ass. You nasties. All right? Eat booties, clean your mouth, Colgate, Listerine, whatever. I don't care what you do behind closed doors, just clean your shit. Um, but yeah, coronavirus is <laughs> still around, it's not going away. Um, like SARS, swine flu, um, what was it? West Nile, blah, 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 blah. Just wash yourself, all right? Uh, wash yourself, run a little bit, work out, stay healthy. Um, there's tests. So apparently, like, there's tests out there to see if you have, like, coronavirus. Like, if you're feeling a little weird, just breathe. If you can hold your, for, like, 10 seconds, hold your breath in for, like, 10, 15 seconds. I don't remember what it is. I'll try to find it, post it. Follow follow me on Sports Post Life, Instagram and Twitter. 
um, M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, Sports Post Life, YouTube as well, youtube.com slash Sports Post Life. Um, but yeah, just watch yourself, damn it. A um, couple other things real quick. Peyton Manning. I just, I want you guys, somebody's going to give me, have to start cutting me check. Before any reports of Peyton Manning getting paid, I talked about it. On Sports Post Life podcast episode, let me take a look here, number 30. Episode number 30. Which looked like it was last week. And then later on in the week it came out that ESPN is going to start paying Peyton Manning. Wants to offer him $20 million a year to do football. To com- to commentate football for, what would it be, 17, 18 weeks? I don't know what the new CBA is going to be. I don't know what all that's going to be. Um, you're going to bid $20 million a year for 18 weeks. Of work and everything is already up here. You see the size of his old dome. He already has everything up here. He knows what he's going to talk about. He could see things before Tony Romo does. And they're getting paid. So hats off to him. I want to see what these motherfuckers, what these guys have to say. Oh, well, pay Manny didn't deserve that. I want to see who goes against it. I want to see who says he doesn't deserve that money. I'm waiting. I got my Twitter fingers ready. I'll, I'll clap back. I don't care. But he's getting paid. $20 million a year. I don't know if he's accepted anything. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but yeah. Paid. Um, I need to get paid. Because I dropped that. I dropped that dime first. All right. Um, Canelo has uh, his opponent, Billy Joe Saunders, which we've talked about before. He was on that KSI Logan Paul card. Talked about... You know, I've talked about this before. I kind of saw this coming. I think everyone saw this coming. Um, right at the beginning of March, right at the end of February is when I told you guys to look out for a fine announcement. There was, um, and you look to you, it's going to be May 2nd, which I'll be in California. The fight's in Las Vegas. Um, so, yeah. T-Mobile Arena. I heard the undercard's going to be pretty fire um, from my homies as well. Sportsaholics, who's very close to, if you guys go follow him, Sportsaholics, um, Sports. Aholics with a Z. I can't spell it right now. I don't have it in front of me. So shout out to them. Um, and apparently it's going to be fire. So we'll see. Um, if you guys remember, probably on the same Sports Post Live 30, episode 30, I talked about Kutaleba and then um, the Russian dude, how he was like faking. He was getting hurt. but they, uh, And then the ref called the fight and he wasn't hurt. And he was playing possum. They're going to run it back that May 9th episode that way May 9th fight card with the Henry Cejudo, Jose Aldo, Manny Nunes, Spencer, yeah, all that stuff. Um, it's kind of running down things because really, there's kind of just things that are just are happening right now. Steph Curry returned to basketball just in time to be playing um, in front of no crowds, and then Tim Howard, look at Tim Howard, um, unretiring, going to play for his team. He I think he owns a team in Memphis, 1910. I can't remember what they are, but he owns a team in Memphis, USL. And he unretired to go. He's going to play. Good luck to those guys playing against him. <laughs> Pretty much a bunch of amateurs. Just kidding. Professionals still kind of. Um, so we'll see what happens. Tim Howard, the um, Secretary of Defense, back. 
to uh, protect us all from the coronavirus. So, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot to talk about. A lot of it, we just had to be talk about the fight. I didn't watch XFL again this weekend um, because obviously there was <laughs> so much going on. I was doing laundry and then blah, blah. Manchester Derby, I just for, I just couldn't. But it's having big success. Um, a lot of people like watching it. A lot of action. So we'll see. Hopefully it lasts more than three seasons this time. Um, yeah. So look out. It is fight week again. This week we have, who do we have? I don't even remember. It's a really good card. I remember that much. Um, let me pull it up here for you guys. It was right there. UFC. Um, UFC. This one, March 14th, 2020. That one's going to be, that was not it. You'll see Fight Night 170. That one's going to be Kevin Lee and Charlie DeBronx Oliveira. And Damian Maia will fight Jabelta Burns. Gilbert Burns, I think, another, another one of those grapplers versus grapplers. So many good cards. We'll talk about that coming up in the next episode. Sports Plus Life, episode number 33. Larry Bird episode. I'm already throwing that out there right now. Um, but yeah, to wrap things up, women, thank you for everything. Thank you for bringing life into us. Thank you for being a thorn. Thank you for um, being you. That's it. Thank you, guys. It's your month. Um, hats off to Yana Jinjoychek and Wei Li Zhang. Thank you to everyone. Thank you, guys, for listening. Follow me on Sports Plus Live Podcast. Um, everywhere Sports Plus Live Podcast is available, except for uh, SoundCloud. And then also thank you for joining me on Sports Plus Live, Instagram, and Twitter. Mr. AKACO, Instagram and Twitter. Can you see me? I've been cockeyed all day. And then Sports Plus Live, YouTube.com slash Sports Plus Life. And holler. Drop me a line like back in the day. Drop me a line or a mention. By the way, shout out to Anthony Rumble Johnson who liked my post yesterday about the, what, the fight and um, women in general. So go find that. Sports Plus Life. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. This is um amazing episode. I'm glad I got to talk about the fight. I'm glad I could talk about the fight in general. Yesterday, something, you know, I was just like sitting there and there was this lady um, who, she was 94, celebrating 94th birthday. And um, everyone's like wishing her happy birthday. And she goes, yeah, guys, thank you very much for coming. I hope it's my last. And I was like, you just want to die? Like, I <laughs> it tripped me out. Like, think about just dying. I've talked about this before when John, um, John Witherspoon passed away in the Sports for Life. I think it was episode number three. Um, and um, just dying, it was like I said, like talk about dying, it just scares, scares the shit out of me. Um, it's just over. Like you die and that's it. Nothing else. It goes black. Like John Snow, remember when he died? He was like, I saw nothing. Yeah, that's what happens. When you die, nothing happens. So live your best sports plus life. Live your life every day. Do what you want to do. If your work's shit, go find a different job. Do something you like. Do something fun. Just live your life. Come on, players. Let's go. Sports, sports, life. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you guys. Later.